Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. Today we look at Colossians 3, verse 3. Paul is hitting a familiar theme for us, but we're going to examine it in a little different way. Okay, so it's the same theme of dying with Christ and living in Christ that's communicated throughout this idea. But today we're going to focus on the part of that which he calls us being hidden with Christ. Okay, so let me read the verse and then explain what I mean. Colossians 3, 3. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Your life is hidden with Christ. Now, in the verse, you probably recognize similar ideas. To be honest, what we've hit the last 20 or 30 episodes, our death with Christ and the idea of our life with Christ. But the unique aspect in this verse is the language of being hidden which is somewhat unique language to speak of our union with Christ. I want you to think about what is important about the idea of specifically being hidden with Christ. If you think about the idea of just hiding something or being hidden in something, it just means to conceal it, right? To not let it show. That's what we're talking about here. And it's actually an idea that's in the New Testament. We see in Matthew 5, Jesus tells us that we are to be salt and light so that we cannot be hidden. We don't want to be concealed as Christians that the gospel and the spirit of God working in us should be revealed. We're not to allow that to be hidden. Kind of the opposite of that in Hebrews 11, it reminds us how Moses, after he was born, was hidden in a basket. He was concealed. Now, this one I actually think is really helpful because he was being hidden for his protection because they didn't want anybody to find him and then kill him, which is what they were doing in the time of the Exodus. His mom hid him in this basket. Now, G.K. Beale, who's a theologian, he says that's a similar idea to us being hidden with Christ. He says that that points to our protection, that we ourselves are being hidden for our own protection. You could think of maybe like certain Germans during World War II that would hide Jews to protect their lives, to keep them out of danger. They were hidden or just like Moses. He was hidden in a basket for his protection. And Paul is saying our lives also need to be hidden which I think is just a a really fascinating concept. And the question specifically I would ask is this, why do we need to be hidden? What kind of protection does this offer to be hidden with Christ? And this he has already actually answered so far in his letter. If you remember to chapter one, he said that left to ourselves, we are alienated from God hostile to God in our in our minds, he says, and we do evil deeds. So we're spiritually and relationally alienated. Our minds are against the things of God and our behavior is doing evil things. So in other words, left to ourselves, we are in sin and God will bring judgment against sin. Therefore, one day 
you will die and you will face a holy God and have to pay for that life of disobedience and sin. And to protect us from that wrath against sin, God hides us with Christ. Think about that. Isn't that wild? Because in order for God to fulfill his justice and righteousness, that means he he can't let your sin go with no penalty. He has to deal with that sin that's evil and wickedness, and he has to deal with it. So he sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross to pay for those sins of yours so that your life doesn't have to be on the line with your sins, but can be hidden in him. As he's already said, you have died to your old self and you are fully hidden with Christ in the sight of God. Now, that is all the baseline theological truth about you. If you have placed your faith in Jesus Christ, you've died with him. So those sins have died on the cross. That old self of yours, that's gone. That's no longer you anymore. And you are made alive with him. And here he's saying all of that is happening and all of the righteousness that you now have, all of the status before God, all of that is because you are hidden under Christ. So let me just end by maybe getting to the heart a little bit. And I want this to maybe shape how we view both Christ and God. The reality that you are hidden with Christ means your sins are truly and fully forgiven. And I know we talk about that a lot in the church, but I want you to meditate on that for a second. Your sins are forgiven. If you are hidden with Christ, you aren't primarily seen by your sins any longer. You are seen by God as righteous, which means you are not ultimately your worst mistakes. You are not defined by your addictions. You are not defined by your screw-ups. That has died, and you are now hidden with Christ. You are righteous, and you don't have to pay for those sins anymore because you are fundamentally in Christ. You know, if you remember in the Old Testament, they had what was called the Passover, and it was the final plague in the Exodus story. And the angel of death, he was coming to judge families, and he was killing the firstborn sons. But if a family would put the blood of a lamb, and they would kind of smear it over their doorpost, and they hid underneath that blood, so to speak, they would become safe from judgment. They would not have to be judged. Their son would not have to die because they were hiding under the blood of the lamb. Christian, if your life is hiding under the blood of the ultimate lamb, Jesus Christ, then you are safe from judgment. You are not defined by your sins and you will not pay for your sins any longer. That has been paid for in Christ. And none of that is because you've done anything great, but simply because God forgives those who are in Christ. So everything in the past and everything in the future is hidden now with Christ. Maybe the final word I'll give on this, just to drive this point home one more time. This reality also means not just that you're forgiven, it means that you are an adopted child of God. 
And that concept of adoption is not a vague, random concept. The reason that we have adoption is because the father has a son and you are united to that son. So you have become a child to God. And this means you do not ever have to wonder if God will still love you tomorrow. I mean, think about that. If you've ever wondered, okay, is my relationship with God going to be solid tomorrow or in a year or in a thousand years? Am I still going to be following God? Am I still going to be close with God? Here's what I ask myself when I think about that. Will the father and the son still love each other? I mean, think about it. Will the father love the son tomorrow or in a thousand years? Because I'm hiding in Christ. So if the father loves the son, then I'm good. It doesn't really matter what I do because I am hidden underneath the blood of Jesus Christ. So whether I have good days or bad days, whether I'm struggling or I'm thriving, if I am in the son, the father will love me. This is unbelievable. This is the benefit and the blessing of being hidden with Christ. You are hidden means you're fully forgiven. You're fully loved. You're fully accepted. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to achieve it. You simply receive it by faith in Jesus Christ. You are hidden with him for now and forevermore. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace. Peace.